fellow seam heads rejoice. The MLB playoffs will be starting tomorrow, 2 o'clock on the East Coast. ABC getting back into telecasting baseball games for probably the first time it feels like in some people's lives. Um, for sure, going to be insane. Mike Collette going to join me, Big Daddy Mike. We're going to check in on him and see how he's uh, feeling after that Giants uh the Giants did not make it in there. Uh, did he ugly cry or not? We'll, we'll get the answer to that question shortly. Um, but it's going to be fun. We're going to try and break down a little bit of the AL matchups for Tuesday. Uh, and, and Mike's also going to more than likely come in here hot with a take about the Dodgers. We know how he is. So uh, we like we, we are excited to have you join us today on the porch. We're talking Major League Baseball. And, man, is it going to be exciting. The weirdest playoffs that we've seen and probably the craziest season 2020 playoff preview, Tuesday's MLB showdowns, coming up next on The Porch. Michael, what's up there, buddy? Oh, not much, Brian. How you doing, man? I'm all right, brother. I was just checking in on you, man. Wanted to make sure the ugly cry wasn't um, too bad there in the shower last night. It's it, Surprisingly, there was no ugly cry, just, you know, it would have been a scene out of a movie, Shawshank Redemption, maybe ripping my clothes off in the rain, screaming okay, okay. at the sky. Um, you know, because <laughs> just because of the umpire zone there, Mr. Drake, I'm uh, assuming. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I never have a problem with Rob Drake, and well, now you do. Feel my yeah, Jerry Mills pain I, there, brother. It's uh, I I mean, I guess the going rate for getting balls and strikes in your favor was affordable for both teams. So you know, and the Padres just capitalized on it, but. I um, it's tough. It's you, tough when that's when your season kind of comes down to that. Exactly, and and I mean a hundred miles an hour below the knees. I mean you, you should go watch the strike zone from the seventh inning on, and and as I told you, I mean, in the past, like I'm okay if they don't make the playoffs, um, you know, right. because it is a shortened season, and because people will look at the 2020 World Series title sadly. Sadly, people will look at it as a – so you, you played 60 regular season games on how many playoff games you didn't even play. I mean, they, they... – Hey, Mike, are you, are, are you are you in the Astrid camp just because you are, like, kind of uh, preparing yourself for the Dodgers to win so you can have that defense? Um, Is that why you're coming hard here with the Astrid no, defense? I well, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're going to lose in the first round of the – Yes, yes. Well, you know. I, I, mean, hey. I mean, honestly – Oh, really? Well, you know, we'll we'll get to your prediction yeah. here a little bit, Mike. But I mean, I, I love the fact that you're coming out the box strong here with the love for the Brew Crew. But but I, I, I got to go on my Drake rant. Honestly, I I mean, I said it from the beginning. Um, any team that makes the postseason, um, and especially in the expanded, you got a chance. You know, if you think about it, I, I'm a traditionalist. I'm very much a traditionalist. I I'll say traditionalist because I can't say purist because I have drifted towards some radical ideas if you will of the game um give me the radical ideas real quick we'll get to the playoffs i want to hear traditionalist versus purist 2020 conversation so, real quick here mike hit me so with a couple of these I okay i have always been a i have never been in favor of the automated strike zone um i have oh, never God, been no. in favor of it because i do like the human element of of pitch framing right um, absolutely, pitch absolutely, is, and it's, I mean, catchers yeah. get paid for that, you um, know. You know, and and, it, and one could call pitch framing cheating, you know. And I'm I'm not on this soapbox because 
That's a skill, not a yeah. cheat. I'm, I'm with you, Mike. Not on that um, soapbox. No. You know, I'm I'm not on this soapbox because my team got got blasted out of the playoffs because of because uh, Rob Manfred's running in the game. That's a conversation for another time. But um, I I oh you know what? It. We'll make sure we have that another time there too, Mike. I I tell you. Go ahead. But I was going to say, I felt like this year, and I've had this conversation with a bunch of people, and a bunch of people have said this, umpiring, especially the strike zone, felt more consistent this year yes. than ever before. Now, maybe it's because they're wearing, like, a catcher's mask with a mask yeah. and hard to see, or maybe they were just off for all that yeah. time and it took them some time to get back yes. into it maybe. But it felt like it was real bad. And i tell you the number one beneficiary of that. Could you guess one team that got the most benefit from strike zones? It felt like every night you watched them play. The, and I the, saw it even yesterday. That voodoo how they devil won their Lewis. game uh, to, to clinch. No, no, not them. Not them. The Same division. You're close. Oh, God. They get the absolute benefit of the strike zone every time they play. That matters the Buckos, the Reds, yesterday versus the White Sox. They bring in, mm. uh, in the ninth inning, I believe it was Chafin. And he even had to throw a strike. He threw three balls below the zone yeah. to, to, to Nomar Mazzara. And it was like, well, okay, I guess the Cubs are going to be your, uh, you know, what they it already was, had it, it locked up. But then you knew at that point in time the White Sox were going to no longer be your. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for the White Sox purposes. They were already in, but they moved from being the four seed or potentially, the you know, all the way. Or even the two, had they found a way to come back and win that, to being the seven seed and now having to face the Oakland A's in the first round of the playoffs. So that's going to be a real tricky spot. Um, Mike, I think real quick, just kind of a yes. little rundown of the games yesterday. I love the fact they were all at 310. Tough, tough, tough for your Giants. Um, You know, you had a chance. You were hanging in there. And you guys made a little valiant comeback when it was 5-1. to one, Just didn't get enough. Oh, absolutely. Pretty cool to see yeah, Trevor Rosenthal with 11 saves now in the year. The um, and, and that, the that bullpen uh, – yeah, and he, what, I mean, he's throwing the he, ball. What, his I mean, he's touching pitch what, what do you say on the gun there yesterday the way, in the ninth inning? Uh, was 100 miles an hour. <laughs> he, he's he's yeah, hitting 90 to 100 triple digits, which like, location I wouldn't have thought control, that coming from him again. something that we haven't seen from him for the last six, seven years. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's he's really kind of got himself righted without question about it. Um was very yeah. was very interested and intrigued to see how the Marlins kind of finished up there, beating the Yankees yesterday. I thought that was really good. I feel like the Blue Jays are kind of limping in a little bit, yeah. but still the fact they're in, they'll get a lot of a big boost from that uh, with that loss that they had. The A's just the A's beating the A's. I the thought victory? they were great. Um, and then you know, okay, yes, they did. They won six to two, scored four runs in the seventh they, and eighth inning, three, in the, three in, because, in the seventh. Because the Mariners were on the verge. Of um, they were tied at two. If I'm not mistaken. Yep, the A's kind of got it back righted there. Um, you know, the Reds and Twins was a great game. Goes to extras. Uh, Cincinnati gets three there in the 10th. They gave up one on their half of the inning, but, you know, kind of dropped yeah. the Twins from being the two seed being to now ha- being the four and having to take on the Yankees. Um, incredible. The Rays just kept doing their thing. The Phillies, uh, wow, what a, what a week for the Phillies um, and kind of the way they went into it. And then I'll tell you this, Mike, and, you know, the Cardinals obviously did their thing, pulling off the win, yeah. doing what the Cardinals do with that voodoo magic that they've got going on there, the Cardinal Devil voodoo magic. And then the the Cubs bullpen struggling yet again 
They had a 10-to-1 lead entering the bottom of the seventh inning. They give up five in the eighth, two in the ninth, get the benefit of the call there uh, after Luis Robert was on second with one out. And uh, we're able to hold on, but um, man, they're gonna have to be better than that this week. I yeah, there's sneaking suspicion, Mike. Yeah, and after and all that, the Brew Crew back, it's, uh, back in. I mean, I'm happy for the people in in Milwaukee. I mean, that that city's been through so much this year. I mean, a lot of cities have, right? Um, yeah. But they, it, 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 it everybody's <laughs> yeah, been through 2020, Mike. You know? We've all but been through something. It's for good sure. for for the state of Wisconsin. It's good for the. Um, for the city of Milwaukee. I mean, they, um, they've come so close and, and honestly the numbers don't show it with their offense, but they've, they've got, they've got a scrappy little team. Um, you know, cause they, they do, they do have some power in yeah, that lineup. I mean, Christian Yelich, yes, the average isn't there, but he still has got 12, 13 home runs this year. Um, yeah. He started off so slowly too, Mike. I remember the second series of the year, they were in Pittsburgh, and I think at the time after after they left and they played the, you know their sixth game and whatnot, he was still yeah I think at one for twenty five or something like that. Just I mean, awful. And historically, historically bad beginning of a yeah an awful stretch there to start the year for Kristen Yelich, and and they like I said they kind of righted it, kind of got themselves back, and and obviously found a way to make the postseason great for them. I do worry about them now, though, without Burns. Yeah. He would have been a huge addition to have for that Dodgers series. And well, that's this, unfortunate. This is a team, you know? too. Um, like, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, is, is that the one team that you – yeah, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, is that the one team that you kind of look at and you say, oh, man, like, it's going to be tough. Gonna, I mean, they're the one. I mean, of the sixteen teams, that's the that's the that's uh, probably we but, the, ranking, but they're they're an experienced sixteenth seed because if you look at it, this this Blue Jays team that's in very you know, I mean, this is different from the team that made the postseason a few years True. ago. Uh, di- different faces. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the yeah, this is and, the young the young kids of the major leaguers and, right now. I mean. You know, Vladdy Jr. and Kevin Biggio. Roark and Joe Panic and, and a few others who have some postseason experience on that roster. Um, but they, you know, it, it's still a very inexperienced postseason team. Um, whereas the Brewers, a lot of those guys, those are yep. the same guys that have been in the postseason and they, they're just one year removed. And keep in mind, a healthy Christian Yelich last year in the wild card game. Do, you know, it was Trent Grisham who couldn't field the ball in right field because Yelich was out. And now Trent Grisham is with the Padres and he's tearing the cover off the ball. Um, but, yep, you know, tearing I, it up. <laughs> hey, that was that was, oh, a, tough, was. That was a tough it, deal on that zigzagger there. That the it, it was. Nash it was an right field there. Play, I mean, but, tough play. Um, you know, I, I, I think they they've got they've got Yelich in there and he just has a a calming presence in that lineup and, and in the field. Um, so I, I think that's going to be the difference for the Brewers this year is Yelich. You know, it, I mean, we, we all start at zero zero now in the postseason. Um, regular season numbers mean nothing because you could yep, be crap right. in the regular season. And next yep. thing you know, you're Babe Ruth in the postseason. Um, oh, so you kill yeah. in the postseason. Absolutely. Now, Mike, let me ask you real quick here, man. You know, you you came on here hot yes. here saying that the Dodgers are going to lose to the Brewers. Do you truly, truly believe that? Like, I mean, because then I want to get into the chronological order here of some of these series real quick um, in the time we have remaining. 
But I mean, you really believe that? The well, Dodgers I didn't realize the they were in the first round. Um, I, I, I need to see what what is there, <laughs> but they that it is because that's cause a, who, who that's a they, huge loss. They've got Brett Anderson in that rotation. They've got yes, Brandon Woodruff's pretty damn good. I mean, Hauser. Yeah. I mean, Burns. Those have been the guys I would have expected to see the, to see get the baseball for that for that team um, in a postseason series. And now, not having potentially, you know, if 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 you want to call Burns your ace, which I think you could, Woodruff's your your one B. Um, it'll probably be Woodruff will get the ball. I would imagine in game one, unless they kind of want to maybe save him for game two in an elimination game or maybe a closeout game if they're lucky enough to get game one. Um, Bueller's getting the ball for the Dodgers uh, in game one. And it appears that Kershaw will go game two for the Dodgers. Um, and they don't have a game three starter listed yet. Yeah. Well, you know, it makes sense, though. Give I Honestly, the last few years, it felt like Bueller's well, been a much, let me, you know, let me look uh, really quick because, more, more kind of tougher postseason pitcher. hasn't been great from what I saw. If I remember correctly, Mike, though, when he, he pitched in that game that got him into the World Series in Milwaukee uh, a couple years ago, and I think that's where my recollection goes there on Walker Bueller. Um, while you're looking those stats up on Bueller versus Kershaw, let's start with Tuesday afternoon, the first game of the expanded postseason, a game, Mike, by the way, that'll be on ABC. Like, I can't ABC's remember the last time ABC cow. had baseball. Hell's now, I know they over. used to do it all. But yeah, it's been – it's <laughs> right. I mean, it's been a long time. Um, I mean, longer than my lifetime, I think. I know they used to do it all the time back in the day with Howard Cosell and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, we're going to see the Astros and the Twins, 2 o'clock start time on the East Coast. So, 1 o'clock for you out there, 1 o'clock in probably Minnesota as well. And Grinky and Maeda. Man, what a start. That'll be, what a start. That, that'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see that. The Astros do not have any other starters listed for this for this series other than Grinky in game one. The Twins are going to go with Jose Barreras in game two. Um, electric guy who's had a decent year. Um, and, you know, has all the stuff in the world. Just has to harness it some. And then Michael Pineda. We'll get the ball in game three. I feel they feel like they're going to use Rich Hill out of the bullpen as a long man um, yeah. in certain situations okay, here, especially so in this first at, game. I'm looking first at three game numbers, and I, I see it. He struggled a bit this year because he he was also hurt. He was he was hurt for a bit too. Um, he, he missed. Yep. So you que- you're questioning more why they start him in 2020 based off of what he's done in this 60-game yeah, season, because, not based I mean, off of what he's in, done in the postseason prior. In the month of prior. September, so he, he only gotcha. made three starts gotcha. in September, the 2nd, the 8th, and the 24th. Um, and in 11 and two-thirds innings, he gave up two runs, both on solo home runs. Um, you know, but but like in, in August, he, ha- he had a rough August. He It wasn't until August 21st. And he also he also only had one start in the entire year where he went six innings. Everything else was less than six. It was anywhere between yeah three and two. Really? So Bueller only went yeah. one game where he and then, six innings. And even though he gave up two solo home runs on September eighth to at Arizona, 
he only went two and two thirds innings in that start. And I believe that was the shortened start because of injury. So, and his hmm. last start, the 24th, four innings, no runs allowed. Um, so he went, so to, to give you an idea, two and two thirds was the least amount of innings he pitched in a start this year. And then with the exception of the six inning start, five and two thirds was the only other long start that he had. Um, See, that's you want to get more than that out of a you know out of a game one and, starter. You're thinking a big I'm time that's series. That's why like I'm this like, stuff. this is interesting because he only made one start past when he came back from injury against Oakland, and he pitched well. You know, four innings of shutout ball. I personally would have gone with the guy who's been healthy the entire season, and his numbers back it up too. You know, ten starts, six and two win loss record. Uh, no, nah, you going with Urias? I, I would have Kershaw. Just, okay, okay. Well, you remember Kershaw was hurt was. there at the yes, beginning. I, of the year. I remember, remember that because um, Dustin May carried the top. Yeah, um, he didn't start the opener. Yep. Yeah, right. The, you know, I think that's inter- interesting too, Mike. You just brought up Dustin May, um, Mr. Carrot Top himself, because I think he's the yeah. kind of guy that might bridge a Bueller start or bridge one of these games, or maybe he gets the ball in game yeah. three, or maybe it's Urias who gets the ball in game three. Um, although I think the I think the uh, the Dodgers are hoping that they get it done in two and don't have to worry about that. Um, you know that that could be a real interesting, yeah. real interesting, intriguing situation I, there for sure. Um, I, Mike, I man, say, I tell I'm you what, though, I'll go ahead. Numbers and, and it brings a smile to my face that his worst start was against San Francisco, four and a third, four runs allowed when he came back from injury. You know that was his second start back from his injury, but he went he went seven innings. Mm-hmm three times he went more than six once and he, he pitched into the sixth you know and six and a third but he went a full seven innings three times um and his i mean honestly he only the the four in the four earned runs that he gave up that was his worst start um because he gave up four runs another time in a five inning start against arizona but i mean his numbers back it up this was vintage kershaw at the age of 32, this was, this is vintage Clayton Kershaw. This is why I throw him game one, just because he's proven consistency since he came back from, from injury and, um, and, and Bueller. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have stretched him out a little bit and that start against Oakland. I would have stretched him out because uh, you're, I get that player that they use bullpen games and stuff, but, uh, you're going to want to ride your horses, and especially in a shortened season where everybody's arms pretty much rested, I think it's okay to let your guys go a little longer. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to kill anybody. I'd agree with that, Mike. Now, I'm wondering, you know, how in the past, it feels like the last couple years, especially postseason-wise, managers have really been, hey, we're going to get to that bullpen, yeah. we're going to utilize it early often type of thing. Maybe they're going to let some starters go a little longer this year, I mean, because they're fresher. They might be a little and, more and the in tune too, with their stuff. You have um, to remember, there are I mean, no off days. There, there are. Right. I mean, now, now there. I mean, there's going to be an off day here this next well, well, this weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's no games this weekend, unfortunately. Rounds, and then they're going to start Monday there. But right. But during the series, like right. you know, if right. they play three games, they're not. You know, they're not taking a day off like they would for a travel day. Um, same with the round after the wild card round. They're doing five exactly. straight. 
Um, which is, I mean, Buck Showalter's been wanting that because he said it took 25 guys to get here, not 20, you know, so we should see all 25. And 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 that's why <laughs> I don't think you're going to see as many right. open games because there aren't going to be many off days. Your off days are, if you advance, you get a couple days off. That's, yeah. And that's, you got to love that. You know what I mean? And Mike, let's also take take a moment to just kind of uh, enjoy these three games or the three game the three games potential best of three game series this week because these are yeah. the last games that are in kind of ballpark, yeah. not not kind of neutral sites, which is that's going to be really weird. I think personally to watch playoff exactly. games not in the home ballparks of the teams that got there. I, I, I'm, I still, I'm a little disturbed a by that personally it's, um, um, because. Well, it, it, well, Mike, I mean, it, 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 go ahead, buddy. But, I mean, I, I just want to say real quick. I mean, it, it, like a team like the A's that builds off of pitching and gets the two seed, yeah. they should be able to have all that foul territory, not have to go to, you know, a, a hitter's park. Although, granted, for them, they're going to – they'd be going to the NL in, in San Diego and L.A. But, I mean, I just – I don't like the fact that now a team that built off that yeah. built off pitching got to go play at Minute Maid you know, in those Crawford boxes out in left field yeah. or have to go to Globe Life that nobody really knows yet kind yeah. of what that ballpark is because the Rangers were so bad. That do we really even know? And by the way, Mike, the Rangers did their part, and the Pirates actually won five out of seven, and we are the number one pick, my friend. Kumar Rocker. And it's a good thing you got Ben Sherry to that team. Because and, then we'll be in the, and then we'll be back be in the going playoffs. number two. I, I'm just saying, you're lucky wow. you have Ben Charrington because he knows what he's doing. Anybody else, they could have said, Let, "Let's pick, yeah. let's pick this kid out of." You think we would have know, botched it? Nowhere, Maine. You know, for for the number one pick, San Mateo State. Hopefully not Maine, Mike. Hopefully it's at least a shortstop from like Texas, Georgia, Florida. You know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Um, man, speaking of Mike, let's let's get back here real quick and kind of hit on these other other four games for Tuesday. Uh, well, and we'll try and get back here with you, maybe even tomorrow, if possible, um, to talk about the the the, wild, the NL wild card, or more about the NL. But, um, Mike, what do you, do you? I mean, a game on Tuesday that you're most looking forward to. I think there's one answer that's correct. Um, the and wild I hope card you give game it to tomorrow. Me. The four games tomorrow. What is the game that you're most looking forward to? I think you'll get this right, but I mean, if you're aren't not, there, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Oh. No, no, no. There's four games tomorrow on Tuesday, eight Wednesday, a possibility of eight again Thursday if all four of the NL or all four of the AL games go to a best of three, and then potentially four more on Friday, depending on how many of the um, you know what? NL I games mean, have I've to got, go to I've a best of three. I've got a soft spot for at least two of these teams here. Um, I've got, okay. got a soft spot for the Tribe because I lived in Ohio for, for two years. And and I got a yes, soft sir. spot for the yes, A's sir. because you That's know they the are Oakland's team now. Now that they don't have the Raiders and Tampa Bay, who doesn't love those lovable Rays down there? Uh, it's true. I mean, the AL's got an, the AL's kind of fun. The AL playoff, like in the how it's yeah. set up, is kind of fun. Unique series. There's one yeah. kind of traditional one you always seem to see: Yankees, Yankees in the Tribe. Um, and man, the reason that's the game though yeah. today, man, that pitching matchup. The Coltrane versus the Beavs. I mean, that's yes. appointment doing television watching tomorrow at seven o'clock. I'm not watching anything else. That game, you know what? I mean, 
unless the White Sox and A's are sitting there in like the tenth inning or something, yeah. maybe then you might kind of continue over there. And I love the, and the Blue Jays, Jays or Blue Jays and the Rays. That's going to be fun, you know. Jays, Rays, obviously intriguing. But when seven o'clock hits, I'm watching the Indians me out. and the Who Yankees go to battle. That the Rays would be the number one seed, and the Yankees. I do know somebody. I do know somebody who who actually predicted that before and, the season. And like, think of I this. do know somebody. Think, I really do. And, yeah, <laughs> Eric Keller. <laughs> And who would have thought Seriously, the Yankees did. I'll give him props for it. would have taken the second spot but not be the four seed to have home field advantage? The Yankees are, are done playing at Yankee Stadium for the year. That is that is incredible if you think about it, sir. Yep, yep. Wild. I mean, everybody yeah. and their brother had him being the oh, number yeah. one team in baseball, them and the Dodgers, right? You know, and Ravitch is still picking that to be the World Series, which, man, the way the Yankees are playing down the stretch, it very easily could be. But, but the, the reality of it is, the Yankees yes. drew themselves a the tough Indians draw here with the Indians. Surprisingly good. I mean, even trading away Mike Clevenger. The, the and keep in mind, they also traded away, you know, Corey Kluber yep. in the offseason. They traded away Clevenger and Kluber, and they still managed exactly. to. Yeah. To have the best rotation in, in baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And the way they kept winning games down the stretch, too, Mike, they came back on the Pirates twice in the last, in the last couple innings in, in a three game series. Um, they did it. They they won four games against the White Sox. They had comebacks. It felt like the last two weeks. They're kind of peaking at the right time. They don't seem to hit all that well, but yet somehow, some way, they seem to score runs when they need to and find ways to win games. Lindor has been terrible this season with runners in scoring position, but I have a feeling now at the games that really really count, him and Jose, 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 Jose MVP candidate Ramirez might might just possibly uh, knock out the Yankees in this round. I mean, you'll have Cookie Carrasco going in game two for him. Uh, the Yankees in game two are going to have Tanaka. I mean, I kind of I, – I like – I don't know. In that game, I kind of like the – I kind of like the matchup for the Indians in game two. And then in game three, the Tribe would throw Mr. Plesak involved with the Clevenger, you know, sneaking oh out. He'll, he would be the game three starter. The Yankees do not have one announced. Yeah, that's that's a heck of a you know, that series, Mike. Even when you trade away Kluber and Clevenger, the Indians still have some serious depth in that rotation. I I mean I gotta go with, I gotta go with the tribe because yeah. yes, you got Cole, and Cole Cole is just money all the time. And Tanaka's good. I'm not going to discount Tanaka, but but Cookie Carrasco, I mean he's mm-hmm. he's he's solid. And and, and looking at um, looking at Tanaka. Uh, he was kind of hit and miss the last the, his last three starts against Baltimore and two against Toronto and yeah he, yeah yeah a little so shaky I'm, little I'm shaky a little, stretch I'm a little hesitant on Tanaka I think if the Tribe takes Game One Yankees are gonna you know I think there's gonna be a little too much pressure for Tanaka um, I'd agree, I'd agree with you Mike I the, I think it's the most the team that has yeah. to win on Tuesday, or they will not advance. The number one team, I think, the Yankees, and I think the Astros, because once you get past their number one starters, the rest of them, I'm a little unsure about. I feel like the Jays have kind of built some depth, and they're very similar amongst the rest of the rotation. I feel like the same yeah. way with the Rays, with Snell and Glass now going back to back. White Sox, Castillo, you know, with Jalito, Keuchel, 
Like the the A's just the A's just do what they do. So I mean, I think the Yankees, if if Cole were not yeah. to have a great performance, I'm worried for them. But I'll also say this: the Tribe, you could you could argue Bieber's been so good yeah. for them that if they do not win this game, man, it's going to be tough for them too because then the Yankees can really kind of yeah. get to their bullpen, which is one of the strengths of that team, and the way they're playing so hot. And then if the if the, if the Indians have to be concerned with making score that sure they score runs to win games, yep, that gets a little nervous Agreed. if I'm an Indians fan. Um, Michael, let me let me ask you here real quick, man. Get you out on this. You also said a little soft spot for the A's, White Sox, A's, Jays, Rays. I mean, I think foregone yes. conclusion, right? We both think the Twins are going to beat the Astros, correct? You have yeah, any, are you making a I mean, case for the Astros? It's a little Astros? hard to hard to hit when you don't got a trash can helping you out. So <laughs> that's right. I can hit a I can hit a 95 mile per hour fastball when that's going on, and I know it's coming every time. Yeah, get out of here, man. You see, see how two stuff. It's terrible. Um, but so so what do we you have? Know, White Sox A's I, and Jays Rays. Get time out of here, brother. Because I need you got White a little hard out. A's because the A's have not announced the starter. It's a good, great series. I'm I'm disappointed. Oh, exactly. I'm, I'm with you on that. We don't know who they're going to throw, which makes it a little hard. One and two. I mean that that's a tough matchup, and then. Then they've tough. got that other young kid who's just a stud over there in Chicago. Yeah. Cease is very good. Cease is very tough. The A's have good and, pitching, but they also they have very underrated hitting. Um, you know, the, yes, they yes, do. Yes, it will. But now, the Chapman is going to hurt him for sure. He's found the fountain of youth, if you will, and turned back the clock a few years to an all-star worthy campaign since he, since he went there. Unbelievable so, how good he's been. Um, and yeah, you, unbelievable how good he's been. Uh, so I'm with you on that. I, either either team that wins that series, I feel like stands a yeah. very very good chance to I, beat I the Twins so. in the next round. Um, and I'm then Jays Rays, love, you go with the Rays. I love the flair of the Blue Jays, but I think the Rays, I think the Rays get by because they. Um, I do too, man. I you do know too. They're, they're not facing Houston. They're not facing the Yankees. Um, you know, and, and and same thing with the Twins. That's exactly I think the Twins exactly. get past Houston. Um, because th- we'll see them advance to the division series, which they would have done anyways in a normal year. Um, but because they're not facing the Yankees, uh-huh. you know, the, they yep. can beat the Astros. Um, they they can beat the Astros. Absolutely, and the Astros, they can. It's it's cold up here right now. The ball's not going to fly like it does in Houston. So, it... yes. <laughs> and then there's not this going on. They, they don't know what's coming. So they don't know what's going to happen. So I, I think they don't know. They can't hit a breaking ball. The they don't only have a cool. series that I see that is up in the air in the American League is the A's and White Sox. Um, but I, I think Twins, Tampa, oh, okay. and okay. Cleveland all win those series. I'll tell you what, Mike. I love it. I, I love where you're coming with it. Um, and so you, I mean, so you see a. Ah, man, that's. I tell you what, I think the Jays go I, three. I can, I can see. I think I, the Jays will go to. I think the Jays and the Yankees try both go have three. Some veterans in that rotation who they've been here yeah. before. They've got Tanner Roark. They got Taiwan Walker. They've got Hinjin Ryu in that rotation. Yep. And, and and Robbie Ray. In Robbie so Ray could got, be a nice arm out of a bullpen. They've got postseason you know? experienced arms in that in there that can help them. The question is: Is the offense going to be good enough? They yeah. do. Well, hey, they know that they know the Rays too, though. So it's going to be Definitely. a familiarity series that'll be real fun to watch. Um, real hey. fun to watch. 
Michael, brother, I appreciate it, man. Go get to work, and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll come back here before uh, before the uh, the NL gets going on Wednesday, or like maybe it. tomorrow, man, and, and talk a little bit more about the NL there, oh, man. Because I know I know that's absolutely. that's where our heart lies, you know. Ban the DH, all we want. Ban the DH, all they want to talk about. I'm afraid, Mike, that's going to be one of the things that goes by the wayside too, buddy. I think the DH is here to stay, which will benefit yeah. my Pirates now, though. I mean, we got Moran and Bell and, and Eric Gonzalez and Key Brian Hayes, by the way. Mike, he – yes, he Big did. Big boy bomb. And, man, one of them was a bomb. He he gets doubles. Oh, buddy, I'm telling you what, Mike, if nothing else, 2020, we learned how good Key Brian Hayes might be oh, for the yeah. Buckos for the future. I'm pumped about time, it. But until next time, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you get out of here, sense. Mike. Bye-bye. We appreciate it, brother. Always good to talk with Big Daddy Mike, and it sounds like he was okay about what happened to his Giants. Uh, Going to be real interesting to see how these games go Tuesday. Um. I think we're in agreement that the Astros, you know, if they're not banging on trash cans, uh, have a little problems on their hands with the Twins. The A's and the White Sox, just because of the pitching matchups not being there yet for the A's, we know they kind of like to, uh, you know, sort of go with the whole staff there. So that'll be intriguing. Uh, obviously, the Twins, or obviously the, the the series coming down there, that, that matchup there of Twins versus either the White Sox or A's would be incredible in the second round of the playoffs. And then you look at, you know, the Rays going up against the Jays. It's going to be an intriguing matchup. Familiarity on both sides. Young teams should be very exciting to see that thing go down um, up there. And and then also, you know, looking at another potential matchup of uh, division teams there coming up in the next round for whoever wins that Rays-Jays if they get the Yankees. But that's going to be a hell of a matchup there with the Yankees and the Tribe going at it, and especially Tuesday night with the Beavers going against Garrett Cole. Uh, but we are so excited about it, and thanks for joining us. We'll be back with more um, about the National League side of the postseason, and just just we're going to talk baseball all October with Mike and Spencer especially. And we'll hit college football later on in the week. We might have the golf guru, James Kearns, uh, talk some college picks in with us. And, uh, you know, we know how big he is on that too. So uh, going to be excited to get his takes on what he's seen so far in college football. But until next time, thanks for joining us on the porch. Y'all take it easy. <laughs>